Voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM Stereo. In conversation with Traffic Warden. Yeah, welcome back to the show. 0829913913. That's the WhatsApp line. South Africa, this has been announced by the President, will hold local government elections on October the 27th. This was announced by President Ramaphosa, as I've just said. This will be the sixth time in a democratic South Africa that voters will elect leadership and public representatives at metro, district and local government levels. We now chat to political science lecture at the University of South Africa at UNISA, Professor Dirk Kotzer. Professor Kotzer, welcome. Thank you very much. Good afternoon. So we're going to not up the poll, but we're actually going to the polls. Uh, wise decision? Yes, well, it's inevitable. Um, there was no other choice except if the Constitution was amended. Um, because you know, the, the closing time for this was... In uh, August, the beginning of August, and it will be exactly five years since the 2016 election. And there's a time frame available, and that is why it is now the 27th of October. So it's almost the latest possible date that that was uh, uh, identified by by the IEC and by the by the president. Indeed. So when we uh, look at this, uh, the, this this whole situation. Uh, it comes at quite a traumatic time, an interesting time for South African politics, because we've got um, the, the ANC um, splitting and dividing. The DA has got its uh, problems. It looks like most of its uh, members are not as qualified as they try to make us believe. And the EFF is eroding uh, what's uh, left in between. Yes, this this is for all. I think most of the parties are not in a very good position. Um, the smaller parties welcome this uh, announcement. I think the EFF and the uh, the ANC, to some extent, will have some reservations about it. But um, I think it is, um, you know, the, no party is really well prepared for any election. Um, it is something which is an uncertain period for all parties, if it is in a democratic dispensation. Um, and it is because the results, to a large extent, are beyond their control. Um, and, th- and that is how it should be. Um, and I think this is the very essence of a democratic election, is exactly that. Um, and that makes all, all politicians and political parties nervous. No, it certainly does. Um, it's going to be a nervous election all round, I think, because I, I, I don't think there is a political party in this country right now that has any measure of confidence about where the results are going to go because I think they simply don't know. Um, What they do know is that the average voter has basically had enough. Do you think, because of all of this, we may see a very low turnout? Yes, um, I think you are correct with that. Uh, Generally speaking, the voter turnout for local elections, local government or municipal elections, have been very low. The first three of them were around about 50%. The latest one in 2016 was an exception. It was 57%. Um, 
compared to the national and provincial elections that's sort of in the middle 70%. So there's a difference or a gap of almost 20% between local elections and national and provincial elections. And that has been a trend ever since 1994. Um, I think what will be more significant even this time is, um, given the fact of the pandemic, um, and by October, I don't think we will, uh, it's foreseeable that it will be completely over yet. Um, that what type of impact will that have? Plus then at the same time, the disillusionment, I would say, or the lack of trust in politicians and political parties in general in South Africa, which is not a new development. It's something which was there in, in the 2019 election, the 2016 election, um, the 2014 election, the national election. Um, that has been the polls have, have showed that consistently, which is in a sense not even just a South African trend. It is in many parts of the world. Uh, it's this trend, and that is why um, social movements generally have, and, and sort of international NGOs involved in specific issues like climate change um, or development matters or so, uh, our health issues have become more and more prominent. So political parties are not the only sort of organizations that can mobilize public support, uh, but they are the only ones who can obviously participate in elections. Um, and that is what may still make political parties important, um, but they don't have the, man the, the monopoly on representing the public. And I think this is where parties are struggling in order to adapt to that because there's now new type of competition, also social media, and of uh, which they, yeah. they were not used to in the past always. And of course, um, people are going to be able to stand um, as independents, um, which is the case with local elections. I can see a lot of independent candidates, which is really, I think, going to be um, a match in the fire for a lot of these political parties. Yeah, that's going to be a test, you know, because in the past uh, there was always the opportunity for candidates to be independent candidates for votes, not not for the proportional representation, obviously, um, and very few were, you know. So we don't have yet the tradition of independent candidates Um what we do have is a lot of local organizations that are participating, especially in the smaller towns. Um, in the Karoo, for example, for some other reason, there's quite a number of them. The Karoo Independents, the Karoo Democrats, the uh, ICOSA, the Independent Civic Organization of South Africa, and all sorts of organizations. And in some instances, they actually played a very important role, especially in the formation of coalitions. So that we do see, but that's not a classic independent uh, candidate. You know? um, we know that that must also now be introduced at national and provincial level for the 2024 election. Um, I've been involved in some of the groups and discussions that, that dealt with this. Um, and the evidence worldwide is that although there's provision for independent candidates in many countries, Germany is a good example of it, uh, Ireland, Republic of Ireland is another one. It is actually only there where it is used. So it is there. That's why I'm saying it's a test for us whether this phenomenon is can can find its feet or not in the South African context. 
No, absolutely. So it certainly is going to be interesting. And of course, um, final question, what concerns me is I feel that municipal elections are far too politicized. Municipal issues are far too politicized. And what I fear is that uh, populist parties like the EFF are basically just going to say anything that the voters want to hear. And that could be extremely destructive in the long term. That, that is so. But you know what is interesting about the results is that these type of parties still receive votes for half of the of, of the seats, and that is the proportional representation seats. But they don't do good in, in um, when it comes to ward elections, um, because there the emphasis is slightly more on the individual candidates and what they are standing for. Um, so local elections, I agree with you, has become in some cases very much nationalized, if I can use that word, or national in terms of focus, or nationally driven. And many of the campaigns are actually conducted by the national leaders and not the local candidates. Um, but still in some cases, and as I have indicated, especially where there's more sort of local organizations involved in the elections, then they almost force it towards more local focus also. That's why I'm against the idea of having all three elections of national, provincial and local at the same time, on the same day. No, absolutely. It will will certainly sort of force them more towards a, a national or general type of election. No, most certainly. And on that note, uh, we have to leave it there, Professor Dirk Kotzer, political science lecturer, UNISA, talking to us about October 27. That's the date for local government elections. Thank you for joining us. Thank you very much. Good afternoon.